Blog Talk Radio. Hey, welcome to Snake Oil Radio. This is your host, Jim Ventura. Uh, we are live, and to, today is actually my first extra show. Uh, I normally do a monthly show, uh, and I talk about my blog column, uh, which many of you have read or get. Uh, and uh, this show is my first interview show. So I'm going to be doing uh, an interview show uh, every uh, month or two as an added show. And uh, today's uh, interview is going to be with uh, Katz. And anyway, Katz is a, uh, a tea leaf reader and also a tarot reader who is originally from uh, the United Kingdom. Uh, and anyway, uh, Kat should be calling in in a little bit, and we will uh, be able to uh, talk a little bit about uh, with Kat about her skills and abilities, and also offer you, uh, anyone who's uh, listening in today live, uh, the opportunity to call in and ask questions of either me or cat uh, live on air, so uh, kind of opportunity for a free little mini reading in that sense if you uh, want to take advantage of that option. So let me give everybody the uh, host, uh, the call-in number. Uh, that would be 646-200-3966. And if you call that number uh, in the next uh, five or ten minutes, um, we will uh, put you on air. Uh, please be patient if you do call and I'm already talking to someone, uh, please kind of hang on until I finish and can switch you over uh, to actually get to Tossy Cat. Uh, we'll try to get to everybody um, uh, if at all possible, uh, depending on how many people we have call in. Anyway, that said, uh, uh, it's going to be interesting for me today, of course, to talk to another Tarot reader. I have uh, been reading uh, Tarot cards myself for, for many, many years now and do it professionally, um, in addition to um, being an astrologer and a numerologist and working with a number of other oracles, um, rune stones and animal cards. Uh, really, I, I'm a spiritual counselor, and uh, I have done quite a bit of work with people with private sessions uh, and helping kind of enlighten them and guide them and helping them make some really good choices in their life in that sense and trying to find the most harmonious path that they can walk. Uh, I'm also a writer, and I have a uh, book. Uh, I published my first book about a year ago, and it's called uh, Dirty Little Secrets by Jim Ventura. And uh, kind of a fun book because a lot of humor in it as well as a bit of spirituality, a uh, bit of everything. Uh, the, the title is appropriate, and I think uh, most of the people who've read my book have enjoyed the book. Uh, it is available directly through my website, which is... Uh, http dot dot slash slash web dot mac com slash ventura words uh, if you're wanting to get a copy of the book you can go to the website or also I am available on Amazon so uh, and a few other outlets so if you Google search it to Amazon other places you can order it directly from them if preferable or you can order it from me uh, anyway, that said, uh, it will definitely be of interest to uh, talk to uh, you know another reader today. Um, in addition, uh, Katz is also a tea leaf reader, which is something I don't know too much about, so um, that is particularly uh, of interest to me as well. I think of that as really a kind of a beautiful 
old school style of uh, reading that uh, people have done. So um, at the very least, it will be of interest to get some uh, uh, information about that and learn a little bit more about uh, tea leaf reading in that context. Uh, this is great uh, uh, to be doing my first uh, interview. Uh, strangely enough, this is actually uh, me kind of going back to something I had done uh, years ago. I uh, had a show on uh, public access channel about uh, 11, 12 years ago that I did called Body, Mind, and Spirit of Arizona. And it was fun. I actually did the show for two years, and I did kind of a similar format where I interviewed people who were in various uh, places in terms of uh, metaphysics and spirituality and, and healing modalities. Uh, so that was actually a really fun show to have done. And I actually did 20 shows before we kind of finished and wrapped that up. Um, that actually, the reason I ended the show was actually because the uh, studio in uh, Tempe, Arizona at the time had, had closed down. So um, you know, it really wasn't anything beyond uh, the practical details that the show had to end. So uh, I definitely enjoyed doing the, um, the interview feature in that sense. So it'll be fun going back to that in terms of uh, radio at this point in the game as well. Uh, so I do have a bit of experience in this area. Uh, if you are listening live, I do encourage uh, listeners to, to call in um, when we uh, start to talk to Kat, which should be in a couple of minutes. And uh, it should be uh, a lot of fun to uh, uh, kind of pick Kat's brain, so to speak, in that sense. Uh, let me also mention that Katz is, uh, she also mentions in her bio that she, aside from being a tarot card reader, she is also a dowser. And um, in addition, um, also, uh, let's see, uh, she does uh, tasiography, which I think we'll be asking about, and uh, fire gazing, and uh, I think she even talks to the deceased. So, um, I think we have a caller here, so I'm going to pick this up. Hold on one second. Hello? Hello? Hi, is this uh, Katz? It is. This is Katz. How are you doing? Hey, Katz. How are you today? Uh, I'm Ventura. good, thank you very much. How are you? Good, good. I'm actually been kind of filling uh, anyone who's uh, potentially listening now a little bit uh, in a little bit on your background. Okay, in that thank sense. you. So, why don't we continue on that process and, and kind of dive right in a little bit. Um, first thing I, I kind of want to ask you is, and I have to make sure I'm, I'm pronouncing this correctly, uh, is it tasiography? Tasiography, yes, tea leaf reading. Okay, so that is the uh, tea leaf reading, right. And I think you had mentioned in your bio that uh, you were a third generation uh, tea leaf reader. That's correct, even though uh, recently um, through psychic mediumship I had some more information, but third generation is definitely claimed and known right. about. So, <laughs> yeah. so, in, in, so that's actually uh, really of, of interest in that sense because I, you know, in the developing of my intuitive abilities and things, I didn't really grow up in an environment where that was a part of the environment. It was something I had to kind of seek out myself. So I think it's uh, very interesting and probably potentially very supportive that you had uh, family members that had also done the same type of thing and maybe in some ways it was encouraged. Is that uh, Oh, definitely. Accurate, right? 
Oh, definitely encouraged. You know, uh, when you have family ga- family gatherings and things like that, and people are um, talking about their experiences and how they see things like that, and then also with the leaves learning that way, it was a, a wonderful opportunity for me growing up, especially right. also because um, I was born with what you call the veil, the coal, you know, which is a, a coal bearer thing. Uh, it's a sign of extremely um, um, sensitive psychic people when they are born into the into earth. They uh, are born with a veil. So they always kind of motivated me and always told me uh, that I was very psychic. So I was very fortunate and lucky. Right. Uh, so, and, and what kind of experience did you have with that? I mean, did you, uh, I mean, was it kind of a, a thing where, I mean, I have to ask this kind of a funny question. Did you, you know, with, did you have a cup of tea in the morning and then notice what was going on there and kind of talk about that in the family in that sense? Was it something that you specifically practice um, as part of, you know, a family ritual? Tell me a little bit about your experiences with that when you were growing up. Well, um, it would be during family gatherings that we'd usually um, pull out the tea, uh, tea leaves, have a cup of tea, drink it, sit around, and then, of course, you'd leave the leaves at the bottom, you know, um, specifically so that you could read the tea. So you'd always have to have an agreement that you were going to do it because of the preparation. It wasn't something that would just uh, manifest after a cup of tea, oh, let's have a look at the leaves. We specifically would um, bring out the uh, the tea leaves to focus on doing the tea leaf readings and et cetera. And it was a really great experience, you know. I was able to learn a lot, uh, the the basic foundations anyway. It wasn't done in a professional um, factor as I do now. It was done more in a family uh, type of thing. Mm -hmm. Right. So, really, so what? Just for our listeners, um, tell me a little bit about. I know a little bit about this myself, but um, I would, you know, kind of like you to fill in. So, what's what's actually happening when you when you look at um, tea leaves? So are you looking at a pattern and interpreting that? Is it is it a means of you know triggering intuitive abilities, or are there some pretty cut and dry type of patterns of things that you learn, um, you know, accordingly? Well, there are, uh, first of all, your basic um, kind of agreements that you make with the cup and with the leaves. Just like with any divinity form, it's all based on agreements. So, for instance, you can agree that the the rim of the cup is the present and the bottom of the cup is the future, uh, up to six months or to a year. Or you can uh, agree that uh, a leaf in the shape of a family, of a heart, represents family. And if it's pointed towards a person, it's family. And if it's pointed away, it's friends. I mean, it's all about agreement. What is the agreement that you make? Because, um, of course, that's a, it's a universal language. So the first thing you need to do is make your agreements. What is it going to mean for you? And then you can read. So there are things like that that are specifically set, yes. Then I right. believe it's also a part of the law of attraction and the power of thought that comes into place because of the ability of water to move the leaves in such a manner quickly and easily, you know, that I believe that it picks up on thought processes also and energies that come along and that these energies can use the law of attraction and put the tea leaves in certain order so that I can see what what needs to be um, said. Um, It actually kind of works like um, the parallel I use is if you have 
uh, one of those old pictures, that dot pictures that you used to do when you were a child. You know, you go from number one to number two to number three. You'd never really know where you were going in the in the, the picture until you were finished, and then you'd have the full picture. So is it also with the tea leaves? I'll see a picture or a symbol, and I'll say that, and then anything around it will will have um, some kind of significance to that particular picture. And so right. it takes me like from A to B to C. And so by the time I've read the cup, some kind of story or some kind of message, validations, those kind of things will come through. I can see I get psychic mediumship from the tea leaves, uh, as in I see um, people who are deceased and they will tell me stuff about themselves through pictures and symbolism. And, and so also pet communication also, future predictions, those kind of things, past trauma, um, medical intuitiveness, all those kind of things. Right, very interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and and it's all done through uh, symbols and pictures. And you can read the white of the cup, or you can read the tea leaves in the cup. It depends really on what you want. There's also several methods of reading tea leaves, but that's more for a little bit more advanced knowledge. Right. Right. Um, mm-hmm. You also mentioned that's that that's that's real interesting because it's something that I don't. Um, I don't personally, um, I never personally explored. Um, I, I, you know, I, I, pers- I think that, you know, you could read just about anything in a sense if you're able to tune in, but I, cer- I think certainly some things are more easily workable because not only, you know, collectively have people used them that way in that sense you kind of draw from the collective consciousness in that mm-hmm. respect, but I mean, it's also like they've literally made pathways for us to follow. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I'd always said that even, you know, when I was younger, two people would, would say when I was a kid that I would always, I could throw sticks on the ground and I could tell people things mm-hmm. in that sense. Mm-hmm. So I think, you know, the tea, tea leaf reading to me is really probably a very advanced form of, of this type of thing. Um, do you know where the, the tea leaf, um, the art of tea leaf reading originated from? Well, um, I believe it comes uh, uh, from China long, long time ago. Um, and it's come really from the Asian and Middle Eastern countries. It's kind of drifted over to Europe and the Victorian times. Um, so I know in, in the UK, it came along with a lot of nomadic people, the travelers, you know, um, what we used to call chip, gypsies. We can't, of course, call people gypsies anymore, but in the old days we used to, you know. Um, right. So it was a very old skill. And then the tea leaves, I really only know about the tea leaves came into the UK in Victorian times, and it actually became more of a parlor game. You know, the women used to sit around and drink tea and and uh, and read the tea leaves. It was kind of one of those Victorian things that people did. And then the right. the uh, other people, the nomads that came in, they just uh, traveled through the UK and passed on. Um, that way, there's a difference. So you have to be careful with tea leaves that you actually use tea leaves and not herbal drinks and stuff like that, because you know, especially if you um, if you're asking people and doing readings, you want to make sure that you're using tea and not herbal tea, because like herbal right. tea has medicinal mes- um, medicinal um, values, and you just don't want to be giving people things that you're not necessarily sure is going to how it's going to affect their bodies and things. So right. there are also other ways of reading. I mean, there's coffee grinds is the same principle, you know, and right. uh, wine segments, also the same principle. So um, I, I suppose I can read those as well. I um, was reading coffee grinds this weekend, and that was very interesting and fun, you know. 
Yeah, I would say fresh that that would work. Yeah. Sorry? Uh, I'm sorry, I was going to say that that would make sense because both, you know, you're getting a residue from coffee grinds as well as sediment from wine in that respect as well, too. Um, so I think it's just a matter of kind of tuning into those symbols and patterns, right? Right. I think anything that has a small kind of um, cut to it in, in hot water will do. I think you're right. You can read anything. If you can scry, if you can read the tea leaves, I can also read popcorn in the walls, you know, the popcorn, popcorn um, um, relief that comes, the relief that comes through um, the walls. I can read those too. It, it, you're right, absolutely right. Saying if you can read one thing, you can read most because it is a base on scrying. Um, let, me, let me interject here for a minute. Let me, you know, I, I want to make sure I throw the call-in number here while we continue to talk. I'm going to do that every couple of minutes. Um, uh, if you want to call in and ask any questions of uh, Katz, the call-in number is 646-200-3966. Again, that number is 646-200-3966. And if anyone is uh, catching the show live, uh, feel free to call in if you uh, want to ask some questions uh, during this discussion, uh, including uh, personal ones, of course, in that sense, depending on, on where your head is today. Um, okay, so back to uh, what we were, were talking about. Um, you also uh, had mentioned in your bio that you are a tarot card reader as well. Yes, um, also quite powerful uh, tarot. I, it's one of my favorite um, uh, divinity forms as well. Um, that's what I will be reading today is tarot because it's just a really quick uh, connection with tarot. You pull a card right. and you get your answer. Do you know what I mean? With leaves, it's a little bit more. It takes a little bit more time for me to connect with someone. So I'd rather do uh, the tarot today on the on the uh, radio station. Yeah, I do read tarot. I love tarot. It's great. I've been reading since I was about 14. Um, that's when I picked up my first deck. And, uh, you know, it's just a wonderful system as well. Excellent. Well, I think we actually have a caller here, so why don't we uh, pause our discussion and uh, take a few minutes to uh, give you uh, an opportunity to talk to our caller. So let me let me get them on air here, if you just hold for a second. Uh, okay. Uh, hi, Forito. Are you there? Hello. Hey, yes. how are you? What's your name? Joanne. Jo Joanne. Hey, Joanne, uh, do you have a couple of questions you want to ask of uh, Katz? Absolutely. Okay. What is okay, my, financial, my financial forecast for my future and my business? I'm sorry, Joanne, what did you say? My financial you forecast. Your financial um, forecast like for the future? Okay, yes. let's have a look. And for my business. Have. And your business? Your financial yes. forecast and your business, right? Yes. Are you, okay. Um, I don't know whether um, you're working with other people close to you, family members, attachments. Because I'm seeing attachments being important here and balance becoming in this. Attachments meaning people you are close to or creating new people that you are going to work with in a close way. And I'm seeing a lot of balance with this and coming to you in a timely matter. Okay, so I feel like if you're looking for people to work with uh, or to uh, create methods of um, 
working through your business with. I'm definitely seeing those coming to you quite quickly. I'm seeing some struggle right now, uh, and this could be within this, okay, finding the right people to work with of some sort of that kind. But I'm also seeing the end of your of your um, suffering coming in fairly quickly. In fact, I'm seeing it already done. You may actually have um, uh, a negotiation on your mind right now, uh, something that you're trying to negotiate, and I'm seeing that you know exactly what it is that you want, and it's a good idea, okay? So whatever it is that you're attaching yourself to now, I do think it's a good idea for you to go forward, and it's going to bring a lot of balance to you. Um, don't take any risks, though, just so yet. Don't, if anything seems a little bit risky for you, don't take it. Um, there's still some learning skills going on here for you as well. Um, have you recently, something come for you and you've recently decided not to do it? Yes. Hello? Sorry? Yes, yes, I did. Um, you made the well, right there was something I was in, Good, there was something I was involved in that um, just recently ended. Yes, and did this have attachments with the past? Like you may have been worked um, with them before or family members were in for, involved, something of that kind. Because I'm telling you, um, it was the right thing to do, okay, because I was seeing a lot of struggle there. Uh, I think you had the right, uh -huh. and a lot of undisciplined people, maybe even not having the right skills. And it was the right idea for you, uh, the right thing for you to not to be um, passionate about this and to go for other opportunities. And I am seeing other opportunities coming your way. This path that you're going to go on, okay, um, I know you pro probably may think that um, uh, it may not be the long, you may not have the longevity that you thought it was going to have, uh, but I'm, I'm not seeing a lot of travel coming in. If you're thinking about traveling for a new uh, affair, I don't see you doing that, or it may have already happened that way. I just, there's something here, an old, a new affair is not going to work out for you. Uh, there's not going to have any changes, not going to have any big changes, but I definitely see new opportunities coming your way, and I think you're going to really, I think you're really going to like the path that you're on. I wouldn't be surprised if it's some kind of psychic healing path or something of that kind. Okay. Hmm. Okay. Um, uh, Money-wise, mm, I feel like you're losing out right now. Is that correct? You see, like what? I feel like you're losing out. Are people dishonest? And um, did someone leave you? Are you grieving? No. I'm seeing like loss, a lot of loss here, especially around people who you have attachments with. Don't take any risks, okay? Okay. Watch out for thieves. So don't. Oh, well, that happened about a year ago. It's coming up on a year. Could that be what you're getting on? Yeah, but you know and what? If something of similar sort may come up for you, don't take the risk. You'll lose out. In in okay. your new path, yeah, because I'm seeing a path of fantasy, dreams, love, following your own heart, okay? If you don't want it and you don't desire it, don't change your mind. Trust your inner self, okay? Because I think that's where you go wrong. You might think, oh, I'm, I'm going by gut feeling, and then you lose out. Trust yourself. Because okay. that's the okay. only thing that I'm seeing here that you're not doing is that you may at times you'll be putting your intuitive self to the side when you should be really listening to it. You know this, right? Okay. Do you, and you've had experience. Do you see, yeah, that when you, 
do you see in the future the potential of, of making like $10,000 a month? Consistently? Honey, you can make whatever you want a month. Just put it out there. If you can see yourself making that, then you can make it. Okay? In fact, why don't you put okay. out that you're going to make 20000 a month and light a candle? Law of attraction, sweetheart. You can do anything you want. But listen to your gut but feeling. Listen to your intuitive self. Any hidden messages or anything? Any hidden messages or anything coming from my father? Um, all I'm really getting here right now on Tarot is that you made the right decision not to make risk, take risks, and you know what I'm talking about, right? And uh, yes, keep going that way. Listen to your gut feeling. Um, if it doesn't feel good to you, then don't do it. Okay, and watch out for undisciplined people around you. You know who you know who I mean. You'll you'll see it, and I'm definitely yes, seeing new opportunities coming your way. All right. Oh, well, thank you very much. And by the way, Jim, I really enjoy your show. I look forward to this all the time. Great. Good. So, I'm, glad you. You, uh, I'm glad you checked in. Absolutely. And I'm glad I got in. I tried calling once yeah. before, and I, I was unable to get in. So thank you. Good. Excellent. All right, Joanne, you have a great day, and I uh, hope you got some good insight there. I did. Thanks a lot. Y'all been terrific. Bye-bye. 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 Okay, I'm still, uh, let's see, we got the, uh, oh, there we go, all right, that's still working. Okay, so uh, so how did you, uh, how do you feel about uh, the read with, with uh, Joanne? Yes. Um, you know, it's a basic little reading. Um, we only had a couple of minutes, so, you know, it's not a deep reading, but I do think that uh, she needs to trust herself more than anything else, and I think what we have to understand about uh this particular reading in regards to money making is, you know, you can make as much money as you want. You don't need a tarot reader or a psychic to tell you how much money you're going to make. That's for you to decide. I, I truly believe in the law of attraction in all of this, that you can make whatever it is that you want. So don't put yourself in boundaries. Don't give yourself limitations. Open up to your mind to the possibility that anything is possible. You know, and expect yeah. large things and receive large things. Well, and that's and that's really really good advice because I've I, you know, I've been talking to a lot of clients and I mention that to people as well too because you know with the current economy and and things being difficult in that sense, people tend to I kind of I, I say this and I, I know I sometimes come across as a little harsh when I say this, but I have to remind people to not get caught in that herd mentality of fear that people often get caught in. Uh, a lot of people start stressing and they get fearful and then they actually end up limiting the opportunities and things that they can, that can come their way because they're buying into those beliefs that mm -hmm. the, you know, the mass consciousness is buying into in that sense. And even if you go back, you know, historically into times like the Depression and things when things were even worse than they are now, um, there were still people that were thriving and doing well. Mm -hmm, That's mm -hmm. what I think people often forget, but they were staying outside of the box in that sense and making those decisions about mm -hmm. excuse me being successful and uh you know putting their energy into a positive place and i I think you're absolutely right that it's really you know I always like the expression you get what you concentrate on right so. it's uh it's I truly believe yeah that what we think we receive so like our, our thoughts, our thoughts are the impulse to the universe to bring us what we need. You see, right? And so if we if we think, oh, I I am um, 
I'm not going to make my rent for this. I'm not going to have enough money to make my rent this month. Then that's what the universe receives, not receiving enough money to make the rent. So the universe is glad to give you what it, what it gets from you and gives you what you ask for. So ask for big things. Right. Give thanks for big things. Give thanks for big money because that's your impulse going out and uh, letting them know what your needs are, you know. And I truly believe that. So if you think right. I'm going to win, I'm going to make um, $500 this month because uh, I can't do anything other than work in Burger King, then that's what you're going to do, right? Right. So exactly. think big. That's all I really want to say. Think big, dream big, and then listen very carefully to your inner self as to which path you need to follow to get there. Imagine yourself doing it and then just take the ideas that you get and run with them and don't ask how you're going to get there. Just go step for step, like the little picture, you know, number one right. to number two to number three. You yeah, know? and that's, that's, you're right, that, that's, uh, that's great advice in that sense because I, you know, I also I agree with you and, I, and I, sometimes my joke is I tell people sometimes you have to fake it until you make it in the sense that, you know, you have to change the belief and perception first in that sense, then outer reality will follow. But you mm-hmm. have to do that to, to a large extent as well. So you have to have that willingness to, to uh, make that internal shift first, even though the outer experience may not reflect that immediately. Mm-hmm. It may take and a another, little while. And, mm-hmm, sorry. Another thing I, I find myself uh, telling clients at my table is, there'll be a, say for instance, there'll be a woman around me and she'll be, 47 years old and she'll be very very anxious about money and things like that and you know I'll do readings with her and I'll say to her okay how old are you 47 so how long have you been working full-time oh at least 27 years how many times out of that have you been without a home never how many times have you been without food never what would you do if you lost your job I would go and get another one so why are you worried Right. You know, you've exactly. got here 27 years. You know, you've able, been able to manage. Why can't you just have deep faith that you do what you need right. to do and then you adapt and you just mm-hmm. move on, you know, bigger things. And that seems to help yes. people. Yes. It's a, well, it's a good advice because, you know, it's the same. I, I agree. I, I often tell people that the, the worst-case scenarios are things that we fear could happen. Really, you know, 98% of the time they never do. And I think that's one of the things that's sort of nice about the way the universe is designed. You definitely get what you concentrate on. If you focus on, on negativity and fear, you're going to create that. But I, I always like to say I think the universe also has a positive, good disposition to it. That mm-hmm. I think it's actually easier for good things to take than for bad things to take. I think mm-hmm. you've got to work really, really hard to create bad things. If you you look at the law of attraction, I'm terrible because I truly believe in the law of attraction and therefore I bump into everything all the time. It makes I kind of have a little bit of a joke about that, okay? Right. Um, But, um, oh gosh, I lost my train of thought now. Um, I would like to challenge people. I'm going to give a number out, okay? Just a number, and it's going to be the number 444, you know, and uh, because that's the number of angels. I'm going to challenge people, yeah, just for like a week to focus on seeing the number 444. And I bet you, yeah, that um, you'll be seeing that number everywhere. Law of attraction. Uh, all right. That's a, that's a good challenge. You know, in fact, you'll probably get a kick out of this, but I, I often, um, one of the most common numbers that I see a lot of times when I wake up, 
um, if I wake up during the night to go to the bathroom or something like that, I always notice that, like, I'll wake up at 2.44 or 3.44. I I catch the 44 um, in in that capacity as well, too, although, again, sometimes it's 4.44 when it's not related to time, and time it seems to come up as 4.4. So... Mm -hmm. um, I totally know what you're talking about in that sense. This sort of uh, being a numerologist, I know that that is, uh, you know, that's a very strong symbol and, and number in that sense. So I think that's a good challenge to send out. Mm-hmm. And if we so, talk another thing there, for instance, that whenever you see the number four four four, something really optimistic and positive is going to happen, you can have amazing things occurring in your life. <laughs> yes, absolutely. You know. It, <laughs> so I, I right. really like to play like that. So it is well, and I think spirit guides and angels are very, very playful. And uh, I always like the expression that miracles in nature unimpeded. In mm-hmm. other words, I think mir- miraculous experiences and connections are actually part of life. I think we have to, you know, work to shut it down. You know, mm-hmm. to shut that that dynamic down. And then you still don't really shut it down. And you're just kind of turning your eyes from it, in that mm-hmm. sense. And your suggestion is more in line with the idea of why not turn your eyes more toward it. Mm-hmm. And, that's and then focus on the get. positive side of things. I feel also, you know, um, right now I, I, um, I've just had a flash, because sometimes when I'm not reading tarot, I'll have like a card pop up in my mind, and I'll know I'll need to talk about that. It's also kind of inner vision, you know. And I actually right. just saw the tower pop up, which is very important for people right now, because the tower represent large structural changes and um, sudden big moves that I usually feel a little bit uncomfortable to us. Things like divorce, uh, being fired from jobs, losing large amounts of money, those kind of things, okay? And I know a lot of people are going through some really hard times out there right now and are um, feeling big losses, losses of homes, losses of cars, losses of people, losses of jobs. I just want you guys to know that this is a path that we're all following. And on the other side, there are some fantastic new adventures waiting for you all. Okay? So when you come across something that's going to be big and life-impacting, I want to challenge you to look beyond the gray, the gray cloud that often comes along with that, the sudden fear, because it's fear-based. We have to understand that we have to let go of the old to bring in the new. And this is where we're at out right now in the economy also. We're letting out of the old and we're bringing in the new. The, the world's changing. The oil's right. changing. Uh, the methods of um, our um, ways of transportation, how we're going to be, I mean, oil. There's going to be a huge, huge uh, crisis in oil coming up and a, a new way of the world, a new way of thinking in the world, you know. Um, there's a lot of power struggles going on for right now with uh, large corporations uh, trying to maintain strug- uh, trying to maintain themselves. So, guys, think to what's coming on the other side. You know, a change comes your way. Think of the good thing about it. Oh, Dan, I lost my house. Now the good news is I can go and live in Texas where I always wanted to live. Do you see what I'm right. saying? Something right. something big and structural changes. Look beyond it and see and try and see where the step is beyond that. And, and then you'll find that you benefit from these large structural changes. Just have deep faith and believe. It's a win-win situation. Right, exactly. Is. Yeah, even, uh, you know, it's funny. I, I took a walk. Uh, they've been doing road construction in front of my, my uh, condominium complex on the street in front. 
since February, and you know it's a little bit of a pain in the ass um, because it, it's not happening very fast. They're doing it very very slowly, so it's restricting the way traffic can get through. And this because also this is where I teach classes and where I do my private sessions. It's a little bit frustrating sometimes for my clients getting to me as, as well as me getting out. But it's finally starting to come along. And I, I took a walk the other night and I walked by it and I thought, and it, I don't think it's going to be finished actually until January, February of 2009 completely. But when it's finished, it's going to be they're building new sidewalks. They're going to make it a three-lane road with a turn lane in the middle that it will all be uh, actually much nicer and, and more improved. And I thought to myself, this is an analogy for what's going on in my own life as well as in the world. Exactly. It's reconstruction. So if you're right, that's exactly the, to me the concept to think of with the tower too. Is it? It can you can look at it as a breakdown, or you can look at it as something being reconstructed on more solid ground. That's correct. Because um, you already have the foundation. What you bring with you is a foundation that you can always fall back on. But sometimes people hold on to the thing so tightly because we are really brought up to live in fear. Right. We are brought up to live in fear. If you if you don't do this, then that's going to happen. If you don't invest in a pension, then you're going to be without an income when you're old. Right. If you don't insure your house, your house is going to burn down. If you don't, I mean, we live in fear-based society. That really right. needs to change. It really does Absolutely. need to change. If we could live in a in a less in a in a positive uh, atmosphere and teach children at school the power of positive thoughts. Right. We could change this world in any way we wanted to. You know, it could be anything I, we wanted. Yeah. We have created where we are now, and it's not working. And we right. need, we need right. to move on. Absolutely, you know? I think it's uh, for a lot of people. It's it's encountering uh, stubbornness, that fear of change that um, mm -hmm. often you know is uh, you know basically something that ends up motivating people sometimes to attempt to hang on to things that aren't working anymore. And mm -hmm. I agree with you completely. And the idea behind the tower is the uh, the symbolism is such that um, it, it basically represents that you know the the tower comes down. I mean, it's, it's actually in some ways it can even be seen as a reference to the Tower of Babel from biblical teachings in that sense. It means the construction is wrong somehow, so it has to be changed. And deep inside, there's something inside of us that wants to change, whether it's personal or from a higher self. Uh, whatever changes are coming are, are positive and divinely ordered, but it can mm -hmm. be scary because sometimes people will try to hold on tenaciously to something that they know. You know, right, and then on top of that, there yeah, you have like the, the law of attraction. I have a, a, a little story here. I have a friend. She wanted to move um, to a different state to be closer to family, but she was holding on to a job that was making her life okay. She was maintaining. You know, she was able to pay her bills. She was able to pay her car payment. She was able to eat and, and maintain herself, and she was holding on to this and holding on to it. But in reality, she wanted to go and live in a different state, closer to family. And she was working hard and doing it. And it wasn't that she really didn't like her job because she loved her job. She was just in the wrong place. And she was saying, I need a break, I need a break, I need a break. Well, what happened? She stumbled and broke her leg and she got her break, wow. right? And um, mm -hmm. lost her job because she broke her leg, uh, went through some major trauma, and then finally, at the end of it, moved to uh, the area that she wanted to move to to be closer with family. So it's right. almost like if you refuse to listen to your inner self, 
you know you're supposed to be taking a different path, but you're too afraid to let go of something of the past or something that you've built out of fear that you, you know you don't know what's coming on the other side. But you're supposed to go. It's your path. You're going, and it'll use the tower, the sudden change, the sudden structural, um, the letting go of a job or the falling and the breaking of your leg. That's what I say. Be careful what you ask for because you just might get it. You know, right, right. I need a break, I need a break, I need a break. Well, she fell and she got a break. She broke her leg. Right. Absolutely, <laughs> yeah. It's a literal exact Yeah, I, I, I agree with you. I find the, uh, sometimes it's so literal. I often, when, when people talk to me about different illnesses or, or, again, physical things that they're going through, I mean, sometimes I have to laugh, and not at their expense, but laugh at how literal um the, the experience that they're having is in terms of what it's reflecting back uh, mm-hmm. in terms of what's been going on and what they've been focusing on. I know that uh, even for myself, I used to talk so much about how many people were pain in my neck until <laughs> I got so much neck pain that <laughs> I finally started <laughs> kind of getting, I was like, that's an, but that's how I always joke about that because that's a New Yorker thing. We always sort of are annoyed. It's like in a New York thing, everyone's annoying, everyone doesn't move quickly enough, the world's dumb. You know, I mean, it's kind of one of these New Yorker things. And that was one of the things that was nice about moving to Arizona is I was able to, to taper a lot of that down and then, and then come to that recognition that that was becoming sort of a mantra, that I was uh-huh. creating these, these this little pains in the neck in that sense. And happily, I'm a lot mellower as a human being now that I'm in a mellower place like Arizona, and I've learned and I don't seem to have too many issues with neck pain anymore. Mm-hmm. So, and, and that's uh, amazing. I was trying to fly, uh, catch a flight on um, last Thursday, and I was terribly, terribly late. And I knew deep, deep, deep inside that you know I most probably wasn't going to catch the plane. But I, tra- I cancelled it out. So I said, no, I'm going to picture myself on that plane. And picturing myself sitting and buckling myself in, and sitting myself, and picturing myself getting in the car with the the person I was going to visit on the other side. I was picturing myself making it and taking off and everything like that. And I swear, I got to the airport, um, and out of nowhere, this man popped up on one of those cars. He said, jump on, I'll take you to your plane. And he took me there, and I just got the skin on my teeth. But if right. I had been thinking, I'm not going to make it, I'm not going to make it, I'm not going to make right. it, that plane would have left behind me. You're absolutely you know, right. I, right. It you would have left. It, so. That's mm-hmm. a good reminder of, uh, again, you get what you're concentrating on. Um, let, we're actually kind of coming, believe it or not, the, the show is only 45 minutes, so we're beginning to come to the end. So I want to make sure that you, I'd like you to give um, some information to any of our current listeners as well as since we're, the show will go to archive, people will be able to get it on archive. So um, tell us um, a little bit about um, how people can reach you if they want a private session or any other things that you want to kind of uh, uh, talk about. Well, um, I am uh, my. Let me give you my um, my um, um, email address because that's the quickest way I suppose to reach me. It is the Tea Leaf Reader, very simple, at yahoo.com. The Tea Leaf Reader at yahoo.com. If they emailed me, I could certainly set up time to um, do a reading. I can do this face to face. And I can do it over the phone, so it doesn't really matter where you are in the world. If you want to call for a reading, I can certainly do that, um, no problem. So the tea leaf reader at yahoo.com is the best way to reach me. Excellent, excellent. Yeah, that's okay. Uh, and I will give a, a phone number as well. That's six two three two two five 
623-225-0868. Again, 623-225-0868. And I would be glad to read for anyone. Just remember, though, guys, the power of positive thought and the law of attraction. If I could tell anyone what to study up on, it would be that. Excellent. Very good advice. Thank you. Uh, well, I appreciate having you on here today. Um, obviously, we could talk about a lot more things. I always find that, that with the shows, they go awful fast. So maybe we'll have right. to have you back on again in the future. Uh, but uh, thanks for uh, talking to me and talking to Joanne and anyone out there who uh, <laughs> wants to uh, reach Katz, uh, uh, certainly give her a call or hit her by email. And uh, I think she's definitely got some real talent. Thank you very so, uh, much. Um, I really appreciate uh, the opportunity to um, speak with you today. Excellent. All right. You have a great day. You too. All bye right. Bye-bye. Okay. So anyway, uh, yes, uh, I'll be doing another interview show in another month or two, and you can catch my regular show uh, in the uh, first week of um, October. So uh, please check in uh, again with uh, Snake Oil Radio. And uh, if anyone's interested in getting in touch with me, you can reach me at VenturaSag, S-A-G, V-N-T-U-R-A-S-A-G, at yahoo.com. Uh, and all my website information is on there as well for private sessions or classes and books. Uh, have a great day, everyone. Cheers.